Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio. This is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Are we there? I don't feel like I'm there. How about now? You're on. Oh, that was just a little down. Felt pitchy. Hollow. Oh, baby. Now you're there. There, That's you. I find that microphone, because I sat there yesterday, uh it's so much easier to know if I'm on or not than this microphone. I don't know why. It's probably the audio box. You were a little pitchy yesterday when you were on assignment. On assignment, yep. Yep. It was a little different. But you sound totally fine right now. Now we're all good? We're all on the same page? In this studio, it sounds great. It might not sound well at all. But it feels nice. Room Why right do we now. do the show for us anyway? I mean, what else do you need to worry about? Maybe What's it's it? maybe it's good. <laughs> Madison, everything sound all right? Everything sounds good over here. There what a win! We. Tremendous win! It's good to be on the air. That's good. Great to be. on I the thought air. I had seen all the world's team T-shirts. Yeah, and t- I, I have not, not seen, seen this one. one. This was a new one. So this says world's team express that you're wearing. Uh, is your face kind of yeah, subliminally like a Thomas the Tank in- Engine? Yeah. You're in the train, yeah, right and then there. who are the other humans? Just a fancy. He's the conductor. Is there somebody in the two inside? No, that's just the that's just the the lights. Yeah, no. Stefanski's driving you. Yeah, that's right. It's the World Team Express. Chaga chaga. There you go. New Rob made this for me. I would have liked to see New Rob as the conductor. I would like to see New Rob as a part of the shirt as well. Or Baco Nation. Ah, uh, the nation. Drew. Well, we had a thing in the in that department last year where everybody you got a secret person. You had to make like a T-shirt for them. It's, it's Gip, amazing. Yeah. So this is what this is what New Rob made me. I have I like a Hawaiian it. shirt with Gibby. everybody's picture on it. Yeah, which was elite. And we can't get a CBD hoodie. It's tough, it's tough out in the streets for us. That's a really tough game out there in the streets. Uh, we had we had Monday Night Football last night. This was a Manning cast supreme because there was not that I I honestly thought by the end they were pretty bored. I thought they were definitely bored with Cousins. I thought the the last one with um, Peyton was really good. Peyton was great. That was great, but it was almost like they were too locked into asking him pre-rehearsed questions versus yeah, just I just wanted the game flow yeah. because the game's done. It was, the game's over at half. I thought Cousins was actually very enjoyable. And the thing no, that I, I thought he was good, too. I was the most yeah. unhappy with is he asked, them, he asked them a real question that I thought it was cool. He wanted to know the answer. Well, what do we do with all this cover zero we're seeing? Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's a great question. T's going to break. Then he came back and he asked like a canned question and never addressed it. Never addressed it. No. I was pissed. I wanted to hear that because as I'm getting ready here for the, the Browns and the Dolphins, uh, I'll have you know the Minnesota, I mean the Miami Dolphins, they blitz cover zero on 10% of their defensive snaps. 10% is cover zero, second highest in the league. So we're going to see cover zero. And by the way, gave us some fits. Uh, Certainly, we had a turnover last week again, or on our yeah. last game against Cincinnati against Cover Zero. So I was eagerly anticipating that answer because I thought it would be something yeah. I could use in the broadcast. And well, here's what Peyton Manning said he should do: nothing. Didn't come back to it. Sean Payton asked them like tongue in cheek about asked Payton tongue in cheek, I think. But also, I kind of wanted to hear the answer. Like, did how many call did Ursa call, talk did to you him. get take from Ursa? He didn't say no. He did not say no, and he avoided it entirely. Completely. So. I thought that was a little interesting. Yeah, I the canned stuff got to be a little bit too much. The game was over. I mean, I was at basketball until half, and then so by the time I got home, it was halftime. Fourteen to three at half, wasn't it? Yeah, 
This is done. I did. I knew that I didn't have to watch another second of the game. I, 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 was, I was shocked it was minus two. Yeah, going into it, that it was only a two point uh, number on that one. Uh, that was stunning to me. Um, they're a, as Peyton said that that Ravens seems a bad matchup for the Saints. They're a bad matchup of teams who doesn't don't see them regularly. They're really hard to prepare for, and the Saints are absolutely bludgeoned. They're just not healthy. They don't have their best guys, and so. It was a pretty easy one to to kind of see it going the way that it went, um, and if not for Manning, I didn't even bother with the Buck Aikman, and I like those guys. I think they're great. They're great, but I didn't even bother with it because the game was at hand. No, I it's... didn't. It, you didn't. I do find though when I watch Manning cast that my paying attention to the game really wanes. If it's a good game, it's still a good game because Peyton, like earlier, there was a bad call and he was like, this call stinks. He goes, we should have dressed up like referees and given them love. They stink. And he was like all <laughs> pissed off. And I got to watch it, obviously, with, with my dad and, and he had never really watched it. And he's like, this is great. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. It's the most fun you could have. Luke Bryan was excellent in the first half as well. He just seems like a good time. Like, I don't know if he was buzzed up or whatnot, but Felt he like was hilarious. And I saw a highlight of, of him and he looked a little glossy. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Very entertaining. He's having a big week. He was on yeah. College Game Day yeah. on Saturday. For Georgia. For Georgia, because he's a Georgia kid. And then uh, McAfee just dominated College Game Day again with his performances. I don't know if you've seen those clips going viral of Rocky Top. and Well, <laughs> Luke Bryan picks Notre Dame because somebody won't call him back, who's, in the, who's a Clemson fan, and McAfee just screams, except he actually says it as opposed to using the initials. That SOB just screamed, except he actually said it. Great. Like it was just... With his belt buckle on, it was priceless. That clip I sent you over the weekend and from the McAfee show, yeah. the little kid calls in is I, I think I've watched that it was hundred. I think it's it my great. one of my favorite clip viral yeah. clips ever. Yeah. So yeah, so Brian did that, and I think he hosted like the Country Music Awards with Peyton. Was that is that coming up or coming did up. that happen? It's coming up. They're pre- they're they were prepping it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that I know any of his songs. Luke Bryan. Maybe I do to hear him, but I don't. Oh yeah. I've never been like, hey, car, play this. Luke Bryan, I solid. Yeah. Solid. Good. Good catalog. Isn't he kind of like a boy band country guy? No. Like all the songs kind of sound the same, and it's kind of like pop music for country? No. I mean, it's definitely pop, but it's not boy band. No, he's good, dude. Luke Luke Bryan's a man of consequence. Luke Bryan headlined. I don't know. Is that true? He headlined First yes. Energy Stadium. No, I'm not saying he's not selling a ton of tickets. Yeah, I mean, a, NSYNC sold a ton of tickets. Well, I just wonder if that's a band of, of consequence. I wonder if that is, I, I, I guess maybe I'm confusing with somebody. I, I understood that he was more of like kind of that realm of country. Like what is because they like pop music. What it, well, he's, well, like Sergio Simpson or Chris Stapleton or those type of guys who are more of a traditional, you know, Hank Williams Jr., Willie oh, Nelson no, country. I would put him, he's he's. Probably one of the top ten. I'm sure he performers. sells a ton of stuff. Like I'm sure he. T- yeah, but I think like it. he would be considered. He's not. I mean, I don't know. I'm naive. I mean, he's popular country, but I don't think his music's like pop music in it by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, well, I just think it. Someone will correct. I, I find it intriguing. ESPN's infatuation with country music stars is well. I mean, it, they don't have the rockers. It, it they're not interested in country that country music. No, they're interested. I mean, if you think about the people that care about the sport that the that ESPN is, with the exception to the NBA, the other thing that they're most linked to is college football and then the NFL, right? But college football dominates, and it dominates their landscape in the course of the fall, and country music emanates, continues to emanate from the South primarily, 
And most of those guys have ties. They're from the South. They all have a twang. It's They're not faking yep. the twang in many instances. They have ties to the South. And so they care passionately. Luke Bryan cares a lot about the University of Georgia's football program. Um, there's other guys that are in that genre that have come on and done that stuff that clearly follow the sport and love it. And I think in a way, I mean, go all the way back. You want to go like old country, like go all the way back to like a band like Alabama and those songs playing in those stadiums in the South. You know, Dixieland Delight plays at an Alabama game and the whole place sings it. So that it's linked. So I think they're just kind of playing the hits a little bit. I think that's probably very fair. Um, when you look at, as you mentioned, that demographic, and I would believe that I was on to something yesterday when I was talking about how college football is really peaking. Did you see, I know you're not hard of seeing, uh-huh. 13-9 yeah. for Tennessee, Georgia, outdrew game six of the World Series. No big deal. No shock at all. I didn't even know game six was literally the bar I was at Saturday night had like four TVs, and someone had the audacity to put on the World Series. And I looked over, and I was like, no, 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 no. Like, get this game up. Get this college Uh football game up. Get this. And everybody at the bar was like, yeah, what do we do? Like, I don't want to watch the World Series. That, what has happened in that sport, and it's, look, we benefit it. We're doing an NFL show. We benefit it from it. The NFL benefits from it tremendously. I hope the NFL stays out of college football's way a little bit you know, in the future television. I don't need NFL on Black Friday. I don't need the NFL every night of the week. I hope they stay away from Saturdays, especially in November through November, early December. Um, I hope they allow the college football landscape to still flourish because you benefit tremendously from it. But over the last 20, 25 years, that number, 13-9, just a shade under 14 million that Tennessee Georgia did, it's, it's almost impossible in today's television landscape to wrap your head around if you were to go back 25 years. This is a college football program located in Knoxville, Tennessee, and Athens, Georgia. Okay, These are, This is not major markets. Yeah. This is what has happened is you care about that. If you care about your Buckeyes, you care about that. If you care about USC, you care about that because you're all competing for the same thing. And the fact that they've pulled this off, and I think the polls have a big – part to do with it because there's such dialogue around well who's going to be ranked where all of these things add to it there's a soap opera to college football Um, there's a cd underbelly to college football that makes it it's so many levels to it that make it interesting and so the fact that the the world series between the phillies and the astros two major markets in this country both are top 10 media markets in the country was beaten a decisive game on a Saturday night was beaten head-to-head. Well, not head-to-head. One's in the evening, one's in the afternoon. But was beaten by a college football game between two smaller markets in the South. 25 years ago, you couldn't wrap your head around that. No and way. that's the reality. That's where we are now. Yeah. Football is king, brother. No doubt about it. You bet. You think about next year in the draft, like we were talking about Ursay and the, all of that stuff that he was doing. Like he is going to get at if, if whoever's number one overall, they're going to have their pick between Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. We have two full seasons of those guys headlining some of the most watched games in college football. Like the Ohio State Michigan game this year, if this one was 13 9, you said the Ohio State Michigan game this year, I would bet it'll be 16 million, something like that. If everything stays the course, if it just stays where it is, yep. it'll be around 16, 17 million, something like that. My hunch. Um, so if you think about that, the number one show on television right now, other than sports, is Yellowstone, which they 
I think last year was around 15 million at debuts on Sunday. A a college football game. I mean, you think about when you know whether it was the Cosby Show or Cheers or Seinfeld or Friends, ER, those shows that would do 27 million a week. The only thing that's that's still doing that and increasing viewers is sports, sports. specifically football. Live. That's it. Live, Live football. football is is where we're at. And if you are one of these teams who tanks, you are going to get a guy who is a ready-made star that you can market. And we've seen that here with Baker. We saw it with John Football. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, you're getting a ready-made star walking into your operation. Joe Burrow walked into Cincinnati ready-made. Yeah. Everybody knew him. Away we go. Start selling them. Cigars after winning national titles. Like it's the So I just hope the NFL – gives them their room to, op- to operate i, I was worried about that black them. friday thing i don't know why you need to play black friday nfl like let week. that live i'm with you just give them some room give them some room to operate because we that everybody benefits from it tremendously um anything else from last night it went the way that i thought it would yeah it was too easy it's funny i was saying i would have felt better and we both took the the ravens which ended yeah. up being right i would have felt better about that game if the line was like Ravens minus five because that's how big of the talent disparity I thought it was even without yeah. Mark Andrews out there. Um, and that's how the game played out. It was just they were significantly better. Lamar Jackson is a handful. We know this. We seem to be able to defend him as well as anybody in the mm-hmm. league. Um, Deshaun Jackson, it was nice to see him out there, but they're better. And Roquan Smith fundamentally changes their defense because now they have two guys, he and Patrick Queen, who can run sideline to sideline in the Mm -hmm. middle of the field. They've got good corners. They've got good safeties, you know, especially when they get Marcus Williams back. Like, they're going to be a problem. They're a problem up front. Justin Houston, I think when he was out those few games, it hurt their ability to get to the quarterback. Now that he's back, he had, what, two sacks against us. Mm -hmm. Campbell had a forced fumble against us. Campbell had a sack last night. Houston, I think, had two more sacks and a forced fumble. They're... They're a problem. Justin Houston, I said they had three guys on their team, and Jason Pierre-Paul has not been a factor the way the other two have, but you got two guys who are, you know, nearing, because at the time we played them, they were in their 90s in terms of career sacks. So you got guys who are going to be over 100 career sacks, you know, by the time the season is over. That's a lot of sacks. Mm-hmm. you got to be getting after the quarterback for a long time to do that. Yeah. Can, can I – is Jameis Winston hurt? What what are you question. doing? I don't even trotting know. that guy out every night, every week. What are you doing trotting Andy Dalton out? No idea. Is Jameis cleared? Like I don't know. Yeah. Is he? He's I, it. I believe so he's he ready is. to go. He is. He's ready to go. They're they're keeping. They like the way the offense was moving with Dalton. And now for a few weeks it was better with Dalton, but then he throws the two pick sixes against Arizona. You have this game now. Remember they did just whoop last week. They whooped the Raiders. Like twenty four nothing or something like that. That's one of the most stupefying. They're awful. seasons. Yeah. They are just dreadful. They are just dreadful. J- awful. I just I, I don't I don't know what the end game is playing him, other than you're trying to be one of those two worst teams. Well, or you you've seen enough of Jameis and you're like we're done. I mean we know he's not it. There's no reason but to waste any more time on this. You know that division's winnable have- for them. They have a good defense. They've got some playmakers on offense. Like, what are you doing? Where Where are we sitting now with that with that division? Uh, the Are the Bucks on top of it now? Yes, yeah, but I think and they're, they're right. under five hundred, four yeah. and five. They are right. They're so four and five. So are the Falcons. Bucks and Falcons four and five. Saints three and six, and then Panthers two and seven. Um, 
boy, the problem is, is there's going to be a hell of a race to the bottom in the NFC. Yeah. Really going to be j- jumbled down at the bottom. Now, don't the Packers get the Raiders pick from in the Adams They've trade? Got to. Yeah, they would have to. Would think they would have to. The Raiders sit there at two and six. Houston won six and one. I did see the Steelers are flexed out. That had to be the first time it's ever happened to them. They were flexed out a Sunday night. It's, I can't imagine it ever happened to them. Bengals their Steelers. No, and now it's Chiefs Chargers, which yeah. is great. That's yeah, a benefit. Yeah, we win. But yes. I, I, it's because uh, I just can't imagine. Like I'm sure that that's never happened to Pittsburgh before with the audience that they have. That they were flexed out. Yeah, there's. It's amazing. There's everybody like so many winning teams in the AFC, so many bad teams at the bottom. Like we're halfway home. Feels like the Texans are definitely going to be in the this mix is, for that. The this chart. Is, I mean, the Colts with the with the Saturday thing. They've got some work to do because they're going to be bad the rest of the way here. They have a but they have three wins though. I like, know they do. They got to lose out. Yeah, they have a chance. You're going to have to and they have a tie. You got to go three thirteen and one to pick. I think it, to make sure you're picking one of them. Yeah, and I don't know that that's a lock that that's, they're going to. Hard to imagine Houston winning another game. Carol, same with Carolina. The only thing about Carolina, I agree. The only thing about Carolina is the, like, Weish, is he trying, or Wilkes, is Wilkes trying to save, is he, tr- you know, because he's coaching for, you know, the long-term sure. thing or something. Do they play inspired but it's football gonna, one more time for him? Who knows? It's going to be hard for the Colts to catch the Texans. Very hard for that. And then the Steelers are a team that should be doing it. I'm glad they're not. But the Panthers, the Lions are frisky, even though they're 2-6. and six. Yeah, the other teams, the Saints are the team that should be like, all right, let's just full stop. Let's stop trying. To We're win. not playing our receivers anyway. But this is hurt. why the trade deadline needs to be after like week after ten games. Like, I couldn't agree with you more. We said that at the deadline, yeah, it's too early. It's too early. Like, when this with a seventeen game season, you could play do it after twelve. I mean, right, two thirds of the season, and then let people right. make their decisions. Are we in or are we out? I yeah. totally agree. Yeah, that that makes it very tricky. I think for because you do it when they did it, and there's. There's still so many teams that feel like they're either in it, and now it feels like there's a lot out. I mean, in the NFC, I mean, I know technically they're not out, but like Washington feels out, Green Bay, the Bears, the Lions all feel out, um, the Saints, the Panthers. It's hard for me to imagine this Rams team figuring out how to play offensive football, and Arizona's three and six, just in the NFC. Brutal. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Buying or selling a home with Howard Hanna Real Estate Services is always a winning strategy. If you plan to make a move this season, they're going to have you covered at Howard Hanna. Every day is game day. Visit howardhanna.com slash go Browns today for more. We'll go around the AFC North as we get back into the fray this week. That's coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Valley Bet on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And the Bath Authority gives you that bathroom of your dreams. Why not transform your current bathroom into a custom bath for a spa-like experience? Let the Bath Authority make it real for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is Cleveland's premier bath and shower remodeler, expert factory trained installers. Give them a call now. You get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216 220 
800-800-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. Guys, it's where affordability meets quality. They have the largest selection of bath projects. They're all made right here in America. You can change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding. Again, in about a day, superior products with expert installers at the Bath Authority and thebathauthority.com. 216-220-8399, the phone number on that. As we go around the AFC North, the Ravens with a win last night, stay atop the division at six and three. Cincinnati coming off of their win is five and four. We are three and five. The Steelers are two and six, my friend, at the midway point or thereabouts. Nothing went the way the Browns would have wanted it to this week in their bye week. Nobody got closer to them. They all got farther away. And part of the problem is, you know, again, as you sit here and you look at six and three, five and four, when you're three and five, it feels a lot like. Did we dig a hole that will be too deep for us to escape from? And because of our yeah. early season inadequacies. I mean, it feels like the reality of the situation, big picture reality of the situation, is because you've got right now the Jets at six and three, the Dolphins at six and three, the Bengals at five and four, and then the Chargers, whom you lost to head to head. Don't forget you lost to the Jets head to head, are all ahead of you in the wild card race right now. And you you're two and a half behind in the you're two in the loss column, three in the win column, so two and a half behind the Ravens, who you lost to head to head in the division. It just it feels like you're gonna have to go seven and two the final nine to give yourself a shot. Maybe six and three is worse is the worst case scenario. Nine yeah. and, at nine and eight, you have a maybe a chance. Mm-hmm. But boy, you're not an it, nothing everybody you wanted to lose won. The Jets won. The Dolphins won, and the Patriots, by the way, are also at five and four, who beat you head to head. Yeah, you lose the all Bengals the Bengals won, the Raiders. Ravens won. Yeah, the other thing that the Chargers won. Not to go all Debbie Downer here on a Tuesday, but I guess this is real life Tuesdays for the kids out there. The reality is, is I'm going to give you this is the remaining schedule for the Baltimore Ravens, who are six and three. They're winning. They're winning. This the is division. outrageous. They're winning. I mean, the our, our straightest path was probably. To, when you have a losing record, typically they say the straightest path is to win the division. Sure. So it's they go, they just beat the Saints. They have Panthers at home, at Jacksonville, Broncos at home, at Steelers, at Browns, Falcons at home, Steelers at home, at Bengals. That's eight games. I think they're favored in six of them locks. Um, and depending on what we like, look like in December, that could they could be a dog in that one. And depending on what who's playing what on January 8th, when they play Cincinnati in the last game of the year, maybe they're not a favorite there. They're going to be favoring all the rest of those games. And in many yes. instances, significantly so. They played, of the five hardest schedules played in the first half of the year, they were amongst them, and they're the only team in that group with a winning record. Yeah. So they're they're going to be – it's hard to imagine them. To, to me, they feel like – what I hate doing the new math with the 17 games. 12-5-ish, and five yeah. ish, something like that. You know, eleven and six at the worst. Um, it's hard to imagine. I mean, it's it's just so easy for them over the over the remainder of the season. And guess what? They earned it because of how they played in the first nine games of the season. So they've earned that based on the schedule that they played. I mean, the first half of the season they won at Tampa Bay. Uh, they obviously beat the the Bengals. They did lose to the Bills. They beat their Patriots. Lost to the Dolphins, and they beat the Jets. Uh, early on, in terms of, of what they did, they took care of business against us as well. So, and they they were they were the last play schedule, weren't they? Yeah, because be, the Bengals and Steelers made the playoffs, and we were third, so they're playing a last place schedule. Is that right? Or were they ahead of us? Yeah. Or were we last place last year? 
I can't remember if it was three, four, or if, I can't remember if they were four or we, I, can't, I don't recall. I'm trying to think, when you said Denver, where did Denver finish last year? Third? All right. We were we were eight and nine, the Ravens were eight and nine, but they were fourth. They so lost they their lost final it. six games. They were eight and three and finished eight and nine. Okay. After we knocked Lamar out of the game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. So they're, they're, they played the fourth-place schedule as well. So um, that's part of it. Uh, the Bengals did what – you know, I, I had it wrong. I thought maybe the Panthers would be frisky. All the injuries for the Bengals, not so much. They decided we're going to get Joe Mixon going. He had five touchdowns in the game on Sunday. They absolutely dominated the Panthers 42-21. to I mean, the Panthers didn't have a first down mm-hmm. in the game mm-hmm. until like – Late in the first half. Yeah. Like, not a first down. Mm-hmm. It was unreal. Yeah. Um, and so there you go. And both us and the Steelers were on the bye weeks, of course. Uh, a couple other things around the league of note. I, I, I just want to bring this to the attention of people because it just it strikes me funny every time I'm reminded of it. About once a year it resonates with me that it happens. Um, Jerry Jones was on Dallas Radio, which he does every week. It's because he's the general manager and the owner. So he says Ezekiel Elliott anticipated a return Sunday against the Packers uh, per Jerry Jones. Of course, Jerry is going to insert Zeke back as a starter, even though uh, it's been better the other way around with Pollard. But the thing that I do find is amazing is this notion that Jerry Jones talks after every game and then does a weekly radio show. Like an hour radio. Can you imagine another owner in this league doing two media availabilities, an hour radio show, and then post game every week? I mean, I can't even imagine like AB doing that, like the general manager. Like, I mean, the buck starts and stops with him. It's remarkable. It's wild. It's amazing. And it's, but you know what you're seeing is there are certain organizations, and that one was always known that the owner is really the one who is doing everything. It's clear that's also happening in Indianapolis. Yes. I mean, that press conference was beyond bizarre yesterday. They waited until well into Monday Night Football to have it. Yeah. Chris Ballard looked like he was there as a prisoner. <laughs> it's crazy. Now, the one thing that everybody's making fun of Ursay for saying is, I know how to build a program. And my guess is he does, but it's almost too little too late unless the three wins gets them in those spots that he wants. It's really three and a half wins. That's the real problem. It is. Yeah. He's, yeah. And it feels like I know that there was some momentum for Will Levis at Kentucky. Um, early in the draft process that, but that ain't it. Like it's, it's, and there was the, at some, at some time there was a talk about the kid from Miami, the Van Dyke kid from Miami, but he's not it either. So it's, it really has become a two quarterback situation. And so you're either picking young or Stroud number one, or, and I think my guess is they go one and two, maybe Will Anderson, the defensive end from Bama jumps in there somehow, but my hunch is they're going to trade up and those two guys are going to go one and two. So, you're right. It's probably too late for them to even make sure they get in that spot with already having three and a half wins. Yes, it's right, which is what makes the whole thing even more strange. Tony Dungy said he was not consulted at all, and he would have told Jim Mercy not to fire Frank Reich and been like, why isn't Matt Ryan or Nick Foles starting a quarterback? What are you doing? But he said he was not contacted. He found out just like everybody else. It's a, that's, it's a strange scene there. One rumor that's come out today that I'm fired up about, if it, I, I want to see it come to fruition, is that perhaps Saturday is going to bring in Dan Orlovsky to call the plays. Okay, let's play the game out then. Let's play that out. If you're Dan Orlovsky, do you do that? I, don't, I, I would 
say to ESPN, I'm going to go do this mm-hmm. in the event that yeah. this is a half of a year situation, mm-hmm. would I still be welcomed back here? Now, after being an offensive coordinator in the NFL, and my guess would be yes. My hunch, if run knowing how ESPN operates, is they would say, actually, no, we'll find another guy who can draw on screens and wear He's hoodies. He's pretty good. Though. He is, but everybody and wear hoodies. They they say that, but that's just their operation. They're not. They'll find next. They'll find another guy Correct. like all of those guys. If you think about it, the, and honestly, like Greeny runs out of attention with those guys in the mornings. If you think about the cast of characters, like on Get Up three years ago much. to what it is now, like he likes them for a while and then he moves and cycles guys through for something fresh. So, yeah, I mean, I think if you're ESPN, you would just say, that's fine. Go ahead, Dan. All the best to you. I can't promise you anything will be here. So then let's put it. Go ahead, Gibby. You have perspective. If I'm Dan Orlovsky, I'm going nowhere near that situation. It's just a matter of does he want to do it? You're going to call plays for what? Well, and what's I think the bigger thing would be: Do you have chance to for it to be your life going forward? Right. He's got a pretty sweet setup right now. I was going to say, do you really want to change what you do? Here's what I think. Like, okay, so play the game. Get all the negative. So if he goes, look at it the right way. Look at it the other way. Then the way that you you presented it to me. I mean, he has to be an executive. Yeah. I say, Dan, I can't promise you anything. If I'm Doran Leslie, I think I'm saying fine. Like he's clearly good on TV. Mm -hmm. He. And this only enhances his resume. It can. It could go bad. See, he still called plays in the NFL. For whatever, mm-hmm. whether it's great or not, that doesn't matter. You still did it. Been a quarterback, now an offensive coordinator. And he's great on TV. Like, I think that there would be a spot. Maybe it's not there. Maybe it's NFL Network. Maybe CBS says, we'll bring in our... Somebody's going to want him. Like, I think Dan Orlovsky's a pretty good commodity. I don't think he, I don't think he damages his TV... Q rating by doing this. I think he could only enhance it. And he could enhance it significantly if he ends up going in and they're like fun to watch and he's doing great. I don't think it's a long term thing in football though. I don't think that there's I don't know if there's a scenario in which it's a long term football thing. Yeah. I just you got it you got a great little job. You got a great gig going. You're on all their platforms. I mean, you're doing college football on Saturdays. Well he's in a position now to where he could you know he's he could be a a kind of a bedrock guy there, correct? On both the college and pro, and bounce back and forth. It's a big gamble on the NFL side of it, um, but I do think it would be a gamble. I don't think it would be straightforward as there aren't the the situation that he is in at ESPN is a pretty unique situation. Um, you know the other places out there, they just don't have as much inventory for you to do stuff it's almost too much honestly i was watching that nfl live yesterday and that show was like i don't know it was i i was i didn't love what i it's like all right they're talking about football so i'll watch it but it was not a great show and i like the people individually outside of season that show airs i liked or i like orlovsky i like mina kimes Mm -hmm. and i like marcus spears all individually but it just wasn't i don't know yeah i mean it's it's a lot that they have to fill yeah it's it's a ton so yeah, I mean, that would be fascinating if that was the case. Isn't Scott Milanovich the only guy on the staff who's ever called plays in a game right now over like, there? That was years ago? Yeah, in Europe or something, right? And wasn't he like the – I want to say he was like a quarterback at Maryland? Do I have that right? I don't know. I I, I saw that this morning as I was kind of perusing things, so – uh, just fascinating stuff over there. OBM, the official printer partner of your Cleveland Browns. Well, you depend on your Browns to win. You can always depend on OBM because they can tackle any size office. Call 216-485-2000 or visit ohiobusinessmachines.com. One thought from every game on Sunday. Coming up next, you're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Hey, Browns fans, you can enter for a chance to win season tickets for the 2023 season from Sugardale and your local Meyer. Two lucky fans are going to have a chance to compete on the field at halftime on the game on November 27th for the ultimate prize. Text Browns to 55678 to enter to win today. Time for a little one thought on a Tuesday. Hello, Gibbe. Greetings and salutations. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do it. Week nine in the National Football League. One thought, gentlemen. Let's go. Kansas City, 20. Titans, 17 in overtime. Zagura, one thought from you. How do you throw for 446 yards, run for 63 yards, and have 20 points? That would, there were so many strange games where teams moved the ball, felt really good on offense, it all looked really good on offense, and yet they weren't able to score a lot of points. And I thought this one was strange that they, like, Pat Mahomes is the first player in the Super Bowl era with at least 400 yards passing, a touchdown passing, 60 yards rushing, and a touchdown rushing in the same game. You would think that would lead to 45 points. Yeah. But it was strange to me that they only scored 20 points. Yeah, I think, well, I, I guess my, my I'll give you a quick one on that. Mahomes is going to win the MVP. So I think that, that'll be my, my takeaway. I, I think he's going to, I, I had that. I think he's going to win it. Uh, I feel confident about about him ended up winning that thing. He's been sensational this year. Uh, the other thing I would say is it's pretty remarkable what Vrabel did at Tennessee. Like, they could not throw the ball down the field. Now, there were a couple of drops from Malik Willis, but I believe he was 5 of 16 in the game. Um, they run it with Henry. They definitely know who they are. They absolutely believe in what Vrabel's doing. So they, they're going to win that division kind of going away. Uh, but the big takeaway for me is, is Mahomes. And Vrabel, what, what Vrabel's they that can't guy run it. that's going to win between 9 and 11 games every year. Yeah. Get you, uh, he could knock you out in the first round of the playoffs, it, but I don't know if they has a team every year that can go any further than that. You know how we talk about with young quarterbacks, how the circumstance they're drafted into dictates many years, many ways their success. That job with Derrick Henry there fit Vrabel. Yeah. If Derek, if he took another job, I don't know if Mike would work as a head coach because of his personality and the way he's so in your face. He loves you, but I mean, he's he's a man's man, like Dan Campbell, except a little more competent. And and yet, because they have Henry, they can play that way. Like yeah. that roster fits him. It was smart on his end. By the way, do you see what Derrick Henry said? Yeah, he, Nick Chubb, who's the best running back in the NFL. I did see that. Yep. Nick right. Chubb, he's right. Uh, late day on Sunday, Tampa Bay sixteen, Los Angeles, the Rams thirteen. Bo Bishop, one thought from you. I just really missed how bad the Rams were going to miss the players who weren't there. We called it after week one, though. We did. You could tell in week one. Season but I just didn't think they would be this incompetent. Like, I just felt like McVay has never been this bad. Their offense has never been this bad. They cannot run it. I don't know how they misjudged the running back situation the way that they did. Um, that's it's stunning to me. It, it's I'm really surprised. Like, a Super Bowl champion this incompetent the following year, usually we have them fall off. But this feels like this team – is going to struggle to win a game. And who owns their first round pick next year? Cuz they've traded away so many They don't of have picks. any forever. I don't I pick one. Yeah. Is it Jacksonville still? I don't even I know, don't know who would have their pick. Who I doesn't? It's yeah. a girl one thought. All right, by the way, Tom Pelissero real quick news. Jeff Saturday is expected to have 30-year-old pass game specialist assistant quarterbacks coach Parks Frazier 
serve as the offensive play caller starting Sunday against the Rays. Raiders. Sources tell me, being Tom Pelissero and Ian Rappaport. So who his is, wife, who is we, Parks Frazier? Pulling we it up used now. To, we used to work with his wife. His wife was you in Indianapolis. Parks Frazier? Yeah. Caroline. All right. He is a um, – he is a girl, uh, you would know her if you saw her. American football coach, currently the assistant quarterbacks coach for the Colts. Um, let's see. Uh, did he play anywhere? Let me see. Coaching career at Samford as a defensive quality control coach. Played at I, it sounds like he played maybe at Murray State. Oh, yeah. 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 That's yeah, he she married him. So okay. he's at Samford for a year, then Middle Tennessee State, Arkansas State. He's been an assistant to the head coach of the Colts. Uh, from 18 and 19, quality control, assistant quarterbacks coach. Just kind of worked his way. He's only 30. No wild. Yeah, and there's no play calling on here anywhere. In fact, come up as a defensive guy. Well, Strange. all right. Yeah. Maybe he's good at Madden. Could be. There you go. Up next, Seattle 31, Arizona 21. Zagura, one thought from you. Seattle's good. Uh, Kenneth Walker, I hope a lot of people have them in their fantasy leagues. He was a great late-round pick. Five straight games with 50-plus rushing yards and one or more rushing TDs. First person to do that in Seattle since Sean Alexander. Uh, Kyler Murray seems like an annoying human being, like somebody that I have no interest running my franchise. And they just – what's going to happen there? Are they blow like they can't blow this up. They just gave him a contract. They gave Cliff a – like what are they going to do? They'll have to run Cliff out is what they'll have to do and just eat the money because they're too invested in Kyler to run him out. I guess if Kyler was like a total punk and they knew it, they could trade him. There would certainly be a market for Kyler Murray, even at his money, there'd be a market. Um, but one way or another, there has to be a divorce between Kyler and Cliff. I mean, it's enough. Hmm. You know, I mean, they're, they got big problems. You saw him fighting with Hopkins on the sidelines. He's barking at Cliff all the time. Like, yeah, it, the, the body language is not good there at all. And and Pete Carroll can coach some football. Yeah, boy, can he! Up next, the team we will face on Sunday: the Dolphins uh, with a big win. They improved to six and three on the year. They hold off the Chicago Bears, thirty-five, thirty-two. Bishop, one thought from you? Uh, I think Matt Eberflus did has done through this. Uh, what are we? What are they? Eight games in, nine games into the Bears. He has done exactly what was required of that job. He had one job this year. It wasn't wins or losses. It was to find out if Justin Fields was a long-term answer at quarterback. And I think they found out that he is. He's put him in positions to succeed. Fields has played really good for three straight weeks. Um, and you see why they drafted him, why they traded up to get him and gave up those things. And now you can build around it. So whether they win another game the rest of the year, it's almost irrelevant. All that matters for them is they have a franchise quarterback now. So that's my big takeaway. They lost, but it felt like they won on Sunday. Zagura. Justin Fields is so fun to watch, uh, but so are the Miami Dolphins. That's our next opponent. My takeaway from this is, again, the Dolphins, nothing about it looks pretty, but they're very, very effective throwing the football with Tua. He leads the league in quarterback rating, air yards per attempt, yards per attempt, yards per completion, all of it. Waddle and Tyreek Hill are as scary a duo as maybe there's ever been in the league right now. And this offense, McDaniel's such a beast. His press conferences are great. And the most under-the-radar trade of the whole trade deadline was them getting Jeff Wilson, who in his first game, nine carries, 51 yards, three catches, 21 yards, and a touchdown. He knows the system. He's better than Raheem Mostert at this point in his career. That was They basically got themselves a f legit running back for the stretch run for nothing. 
I it, was going to say they got him for nothing from f- the 49ers. I wonder if um, I was is what you said about Waddle and Hill. Have we seen a receiving duo like when you think of that dangerous high end speed? There's been absurd receiving duos, Carter and Moss. I mean, there's a ton of them. But in terms of like both are burners like that, what is there one that comes to mind? No, no, both burners like Clayton and Duper. I, I seems right, but I you don't know. I don't like, know. If I don't Super know if Duper was a burner. Like I don't Mark either. Clayton was. I was trying to think of like you know the greatest show on turf with Azakim and but Tory Holt wasn't, wasn't a really was and Isaac Bruce really wasn't was there. I mean, these are both Ferraris. It's nuts. It's pretty wild. Yeah, we'll have our hands full. They're All fun right. to watch because even Reggie Wayne and Martin Harrison weren't like that. No, no, it's very rare. Usually one guy is, and then the other guy isn't. But to have both. Zagura, one thought from you: the Bengals route the Panthers forty-two to twenty-one. It wasn't even that close. Why did I have to play against Joe Mixon this week in fantasy? <laughs> Why? It was brutal. Uh, the Panthers were. It was awful disgraceful and then the second half baker came in i'm amazed they're not going with him or darnold they're going back to pj walker after that first half on a thursday night game yeah um the Bengals are good and we took it to them Mm -hmm. that's why we're good that's why this is frustrating to be sitting here three and five but the Bengals are are quite good their offense though without jamar chase against teams of consequence is not as explosive through the air now they didn't have to in this one because joe mixon just did it all yeah, and talking to guys down there, so they won't have Chase this week either against Pittsburgh or after the bye. I mean, Not even bye after week, the bye. And then, so why didn't they just put him on IR? Well, that would be three, right? Well, it's four weeks. It's weeks. So I think it's not games. I think. Th- oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Good question. Uh, maybe they're hopeful, but yeah, it feels like he's trending play. out against Pittsburgh, and then would come back. And I don't think they think they need him against Pittsburgh, so that you know they'll use him, give him that extra day. But I said it when that injury happened. The his loss is. I mean, he is for them in terms of what they do offensively. It would be like the Dolphins losing Tyreek Hill. Yep. Like, it's that significant. Or Justin Jefferson. Like, he's yep. to them, he's that important. Yep. Bishop, one thought from you on the Patriots' 26 win over the Indianapolis Colts. You know, I was thinking about this. Bill Belichick, the coach, is the worst thing that happened to Bill Belichick, the general manager. And Bill Belichick, the general manager, is the worst thing that happened to Bill Belichick, the coach. The coach is too good for them to draft high enough to get some pick that you can't miss on. And the GM is too bad to fill the roster with talent. Can you imagine being them over the next five to ten years and looking up at the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Bills, and you're trotting out what they are? Like, Ramondre Stevenson's really good, but Mac Jones is terrible. They have no weapons on the outside. There's nobody dynamic on their roster. Matthew Judon's having a great year, but other than that, there's nothing scary. And it's like they both are letting each other down. It's yes, and in that Bill respect, Belichick, it's the wild. coach, is too good of a coach to get Bill Belichick, the GM, fired. Yep, yep. It's well said. Next, Zagura. One thought: the Lions, fifteen, Packers, nine. Lions get their second win of the year. When's Jamison Williams coming back? How about that for a question? When? Why is DeAndre Swift? DeAndre Swift played 10 plays and had five touches for 50 yards. Why isn't he playing more? Big win for them. Green Bay, we've talked about it ad nauseum. Aaron Rodgers, ayahuasca. It's obvious. Everybody, it's people are starting to get on board. It's starting to happen. With you. Yeah, it's r- ridiculous how bad they are. Um, and they, it's, I would say organizationally, they have failed Aaron Rodgers for a while now. 
The fact that they have not surrounded him with top flight talent for a few years now to me is stunning. It's stupefying. They spent first round pick on a quarterback who hasn't played. They've spent a second round pick on a running back. A.J. Dillon's very good, but you could have just ridden with Aaron Jones and then some other guy to be your backup running back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't these were superfluous additions that did not address, you know, surrounding. They were never aggressive in free agency surrounding this quarterback with the kind of talent he needs. Aaron Rodgers, in my mind, honestly, is a little bit of a bozo for staying there. He should have forced his way out, and he could have been like, I'll go drop into Miami and play with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell. And for all you people who say ayahuasca, let me show you what I can do. It is, it's wild that he didn't force the hand there. He had every opportunity. It felt like it had run its course with it, and somehow he ended up staying and, and extending. So, um, yeah, I'm, I think Detroit's a really interesting team to watch here because they were they had a bunch of injuries they were shutting guys down what does the last half of the year look like for them as they probably play for my dan campbell's job it seems like all those guys like him yeah like if, if they stay bad i don't see any scenario where he comes back detroit i'm sorry green bay as you said we have discussed all right let's get through the do rest we know though seriously my jameson do we know that why is it no he, idea what's the deal well i mean he blew his knee out in the that was in the, in the national game. semifinal so that's not quite a year even it's probably nine months. What's I'm nine ready months? for him, though. Yeah. Sure you are. Next year. That's what happens when you right now. It's a keeper Joe league, Mixon in a record day. For Ugh, so annoying. It's gross. Uh, Bishop, the Jacksonville Jaguars, 27. The Raiders, 20. I don't know what to make of either one of these two. Do you guys remember the day Josh McDaniels interviewed here and was walking around? And I we do. thought that it that it was going to be, you know, that he was going to be the guy and that was going to be it. And then you started to hear the reporting of everything that he asked for in terms of complete autonomy, yep. all of these things. There was those reports that were out at that time. And I just wondered, like, I wonder if he got all of that in the Raiders. And if you're Davis, you're going, what have I done? What happened here? Like, this is a disaster. Yep. This is the most disappointing team in the NFL. You're looking at it, the Raiders. Yep. No scenario. Uh, everything else you could make reasons for the Rams, whoever. There's no reason for them to be as bad as they are. Lose a game like that. Pathetic. They were up 17 to nothing in this game. Ter they've been up three times. They've been up 16 points or more and lost. It's unreal. They're terrible. Lawrence played great in this. And then Travis Etienne mm -hmm. is a superstar. He certainly looks like well. a pretty darn good looks pick. Looks good, yeah. The Chargers continue to win in spite of their coach, in my opinion. They knock off the Falcons 20 to 17. Zagirl, one thought from you. One of the craziest plays I thought at the end of the game was unreal. Did you see this live? I watched this happen live. I did not live. see it live, no. So Eckler goes and fumbles. And it, I don't even know if he did fumble. It kind of looked like his knee was down. The guy for the Falcons picks it up, Taquan Graham, and as he's running the other way to get the Falcons down into field goal range, just drops the ball. Chargers recover it at their own 43 now, so they backed up like 20 yards, get into field goal range. They hit a walk-off. Um, Cordero Patterson was good when he was back. Uh, they can still run the ball. Herbert, again, this is so weird to me. 20 of 26, 160 yards, touchdown, interception, passes of 0 to 9 yards. 61% of his passes went less than 9 yards in the air. Again, they're not, no Mike Williams, no Keenan Allen. Mm -hmm. So you do understand on some level. Gerald Everett dropped about five passes in this one. How about this, though? Austin Eckler, because he did it against us. He's doing it in this, in this game as well. Now 10 career games with one rushing touchdown and, and at least one rushing and at least one receiving touchdown. Tied with Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara for the most in the players' first six seasons since 1950. He is also just the fourth undrafted player in the common era to have 10-plus touchdowns in three or more different seasons. Joining, it's a pretty good group here, Arian Foster, Priest Holmes, 
and Antonio Gates. All in the AFC, ironically. Pretty good. Priest Holmes' couple of years was oh, one of the unbelievable, yeah. greatest just flashes ever. Mm-hmm. Aaron Foster was great for a while, too. He was, yeah. Next, Bishop, Jets 20, Bills 17. Didn't see a second of it. Oh, when I wow. saw the score, I was stupefied that it happened. I mean, this was a 12-and-a-half-point favorite that lost. So this is, again, another week. I always bring that to attention when these things happen. Um, so just stunned that it happened. So I, I I can't speak to how. I just chalk it up for sometimes just, these things happen. I, I Josh Allen threw one of the craziest picks I've ever seen in my life. Did he? He was rolling out right. They're at the goal line, basically. Like at the five-yard line, he's rolling out right. Dawson Knox is kind of in the right flat with him, but there's a defender in between him and Dawson Knox. And it, maybe it's like his brain short-circuited and he thought that the jet was a bill. He threw the ball right to the – like a two-yard pass directly in front of him, right to a jet. But yeah, it was crazy. And then here's the other thing, though: you like he might need Tommy John. They still haven't said what's going on with him. Correct. And to UCL, they were saying that last night. You, yeah, like I heard that he could be he could be done. The longer it goes without information, saying that he's it's okay, concerning. Yeah, it's concerning. Final one that would suck. For yeah. that city and franchise and the NFL and all of us. The one thing that makes me happy is we've got the fact that he did sh- he did throw a seventy yard pass after that. Now they say it could be adrenaline, but he threw a seventy yard pass in the air, seventy yards in the air. Correct. On and the money. By the way, should have been pass interference on the Jets. Gabe Davis it also literally hit him right in the chest. There's also that. Bishop, Vikings twenty, Commander seventeen. Sauce Gardner is also a baller. By might, the way. Might, yeah, he is. He is. Might be the year for the Vikes to get to the. They, they might be able to make a run this year. This might be it. They've already lost to Philly, so they're going to have to go through there. Um, but they, you know, this was an ugly game, but it's one of those ones. Good teams win, and they did. Cousins wasn't great, but he was good enough in this one. And I didn't know that he would have a six pack. I wouldn't have had that. <laughs> did you see Schefter? Last I did. Week? I did see that. I did we see didn't Schefter talk about that. that yeah, that's a hell of a look out of him. Something I can't get out of my head. It no. was better shape than I. Better shape than I. Pretty good. Thought he would be in, but still unnecessary. Yeah. Hey, Browns fans, skip the chore of laundry. Enjoy Life.Laundry. Tide Cleaners offering 30% off dry cleaning for the month of October. Be entered to win four VIP Browns tickets to an upcoming home game. Just mention promo code BROWNS. Visit TideCleaners.com to find the closest location to you. Some exclusions may apply. Second hour coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Hey, Browns fans, you could enter for a chance to win season tickets for the 23 season from Sugardale and your local Meyer. Two lucky fans will have a chance to compete on the field during halftime of the November 27th game for the ultimate prize. Text Browns to 55678 to enter today. A uh, little project there of uh, revisiting our preseason predictions at the Midway Point Gibbe. Young Connor. How are we doing? Coming up and doing a little uh, little project here at the midseason point. So we thought we would revisit uh, our pre-week one predictions. All right, let's see how we're season. doing. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> some, some are good. Yeah, some not so great. It's not that to be too embarrassed it's about. It's Nothing. pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. I'm looking at this thing. It looks yeah. all right. So offensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Zagura with Justin Jefferson, Bo with Nick Chubb, 
me with Jamar Chase. I feel like all three of those are still in play. Jamar Chase is not because of his injury, only be, only because of his injury. And only because of our record, Nick Chubb isn't. Agreed. Which sucks, because if our record were inverted and we were 5-3. and three, I think the answer, the answer is probably Tyreek Hill, right? Yeah, that's the right one. Justin Jefferson is second in the NFL in receiving. Uh, he is second in the NFL of receptions of 20 yards. He is second in the NFL of receptions of 40 yards. He's got he's he's been really good. Tyree Kill, though, I think is probably the answer at this point, though. Defensive player of the year, all three of us had Miles Garrett. I mean that the the accident kind of set him back a little bit in the race, I feel like. But I don't know who else again, is, it's our record. Like if we're five and three, yeah. he's in the mix. It's the awesome. same thing with Chubb. I mean, Chubb leads the NFL in rushing. He's played a whole game less. Second now, set. less than Henry though. He's played a less less game, and he's got sixty less carries. Has four, Henry, five, and three. Hasn't aren't Henry, they nine games in? I thought Henry had had his has also had his bye. I could be wrong though. Tennessee is five and three. Yeah. No, they're both okay. Same. But he's yeah. got more carries. Yeah. yeah. Chubb's averaging almost six yards a carry. Yeah. Chubb be in the mix. Just um, five and three. I mean, yeah. three and five. It makes it tough. Same thing with Miles. I'm trying to think who it would be defensively I, I don't know who it right would now. Be. I mean. I don't think Aaron Donald's having the Sauce year. Sauce Gardner, he's been unbelievable. Matthew no, Donald's not going to win it. On Matthew Judon. Yeah, you, you, I was trying. To, it's usually somebody. You usually have to be on a team of consequence, consequence to win these things because it's a little bit of, you know, there's a little bit of that that goes to it. You're, I mean, Sauce Gardner's been unbelievable, and they're, and they have a winning record. It'd be amazing for a rookie to win Defensive Player of the Year. I'm sure there's somebody we're not thinking of. I just want to pull up the standings and see if there's anybody. Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson leading the NFL five picks on an undefeated Eagles defense. Yeah. Who won it? Um, T.J. won it last year? Yeah, last year. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It's up for grabs still. Like Jordan Brooks with Seattle leads the league in tackles, and I know he's been great, but it's really hard when when you don't have sacks. Um, Judon's got 11 and a half sacks. Second place is eight and a half, but you got Zadarius Smith on Minnesota and you've got Justin Houston on Baltimore. He missed a couple of games. Mike has got eight too. Mike has eight. So he's in the mix. Yeah. Uh, next. That one is wide open at this yes. point. Yeah. Anybody. I agree. Next. Uh, you two have hit it so far. Coach of the year. You both had Nick Sirianni. Nailed it. I had Josh McDaniels and did not <laughs> nail it. No. Pete Carroll would also be getting a lot of love, and deservedly so, and deserve, for yeah. a 6-3 Seattle team. Agreed. Your MVP prediction? Uh, Zagura, Justin Herbert, on board that Charger bandwagon. They're, they're uh, shockingly, and it feels like they've been dread. They're 5-3. and three. But it's a He's lot not, like, they're it's winning a lot like what we coach. had last week. I was going to say this when we're doing the one-thought thing, but we kind of run up against it. Like, if I'm Sean Payton, that's where I go. Yes. I would go coach that team, live in yes. L.A., yes, yes, and do that. And I would say, let's get the smart kid out of there, and I'll handle it from here. I Bo, think, you and I had Patrick Mahomes. Feel good about that. Yeah. I think it's it's Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen are the three horses in that race, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I agree. And it's – yeah, I think Mahomes is going to separate here. The, the thing that's crazy, again, I keep talking about it, like the Eagles just don't play anybody. It's crazy, their schedule. Who has an easier schedule? They beat Dallas, so if they beat Dallas again. But it was Dallas with Cooper Rush. Right. If they I beat mean, Dallas their again. best win is Minnesota. Yep. That's really it. And they I, they play Washington, I think, this week. 
I mean, Philly seriously, does, who has an easier crazy. one? Eagles or Ravens the rest of the Well, way. we went over the Ravens. Let's pull up yeah. the Eagles real quick while we're talking about it because it's pretty bad, too. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Eagles, like, sprint to 11 or 12-0. and 0. So, yeah. I know that I have to go Washington at Colts, Packers at home, Titans. So, that'll be – that's it. It'll be Titans. Then they're at Giants. That's difficult. At Bears, at Cowboys. So, it stiffens up towards the end. But they're winning the next two. What are they, 9-0 and 0 already? They're eleven and zero in their sleep. Yep, the best team they played. They played Minnesota week two. That's the that's the toughest, most complete team because, as I said, Dallas wasn't healthy when they beat them. Uh, our AFC East winner prediction: We all had the Bills. Great, not so great in the AFC South. We all had the Colts. The Colts are the. They should still be in it if they're yeah. start if they're trying if they to played win. the right guys. They yes. still be in it. They are the they are the uh, the opposite of Seattle. They are the most disappointing, whereas Seattle is the most surprising. Yep. Uh, we all had the Chiefs in the AFC West. That's looking pretty promising. Uh, the AFC North, we all had the Bengals. It's fine. Still there. Still an opportunity. They have the exact same record now. I mean, Baltimore's going to win it because of the schedule, but the Bengals have the same record now as they had last year when they went to the Super Bowl. We all had Five the they went, and, they went 0 and 3 in the division. Right? They're 0-3 in the division. Correct. Yeah. So they got to really dig out of that. Yep. Uh, we all had the Eagles in the NFC East. Good we job. all had Tampa Bay in the NFC South. Very good job. We all had the 49ers. No, I don't think that's right. I think I had the Rams in the West. Bo did have the Rams because he had the 49ers. Yeah. I had the, the, Niners the Niners as a wild, as a wild card. card. You had the Niners as a wild yeah. card? Yep. 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 But you guys you – guys, you I good still about think that, it's going to be the Niners or Seattle. Yeah. I mean – yeah, and Seattle's building a hell of a resume here, though, at 6-3. and three. Yep, yes, they are. And they're good. Have they played the Niners? Would have had to have through nine games, wouldn't they? You never know. I would like to think. We all had the Packers in the NFC Norris <laughs> division. That's funny. I was talking to my Big dad, fail. and he's like, Niners, are so, they're so out of it right now. They're going to have to claw. I'm like, Dad, they're currently in the wild card. <laughs> they have. The 49ers beat them 27-7 to seven Okay, in week so that's, two. that's a big win there. Yeah. They actually so they beat the Broncos on the opener. Then they lost their next two. They lost the Niners and the Falcons. Then they have that crazy game against the Lions. Then they dropped to two to three. They've won four in a row. The Seattle has. Yeah, they're good. So they were yo-yoing the first month, and then they've won four in a row. They beat the Cardinals twice, the Giants, and the Chargers. Whip the Chargers. Thursday night football week fifteen. Not slouches. No, they beat beat hard teams. I mean, they like I said. I mean, Cardinals are tricky to play, even though they're bad. Yeah. And then, um, or I'm sorry, the Cardinals, and then they whipped the Chargers in L.A., which is probably yeah. a home game for them, and then uh, beat the Giants at home and then beat the Cardinals this week. They got the Bucks this week. December 15th, Niners at Seattle, Thursday night football. That'll be a good one. Uh, most surprising team, pretty much a sleeper. We skipped our blowing the Packers. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I said it when you guys were talking. Oh. I was like, yeah, the NFC Norris, we yeah. failed miserably. We all Terribly. had the Packers. Yep. But so did everyone, likely. Correct. Lions is a miss. Most surprising team, Lions for Zagora, Browns, Jags for Bo. That's a miss. I had the Vikings. I'll Good job out of you, Gibby. Yeah. Gibby wins. That's fine. That makes up for my Josh McDaniels prediction. Yeah, going to um, get them all, buddy. Yep. Most overhyped team, Zagura had the Titans. I don't feel bad about that, honestly. They're going to win that division, but I don't. I still don't feel like they're they're, they're not great. They're not a team of any consequence. Can't throw it. Bo had the Cowboys slash Forty ers These and are all kind of the same. I, I mean, had the, big the Cowboys diff- Cardinals. 
Yeah, you name. I think you the one that's Cardinals. most right is Cardinals. Of all of these ones, I think Cardinals is most right. Yep. Yep. Uh, coach on the hottest seat, Nathan had McCarthy. I think at the time he was on the, that. This was, I, I believe he was. He was. He was. But the they're winning, so now it's not. You had Matt Rule. In I here. believe I directly nailed it. Yeah, this Matt Rule. Yeah, Matt Rule. Yep. And I had Cliff. And Cliff, even with, he might. I don't know. They might just have to I, eat it. I, They're not a family that likes to eat Cliff money. Cliff seats but. hotter than Mike McCarthy's right now. Yeah, that's yeah. Mike's, sure. Mike's got some juice. Uh, the NFC wild card teams. Uh, Zagura had Rams, Saints, Vikings. Vikings are in. Bo had the 49ers, Saints, Vikings. Yeah, yeah. two of those. Blew it on the Saints. We, if, we'll see if we either of us get the Rams. Saints yeah. feels like a blown assignment there. Uh, the AFC wild cards. Oh, my God. Zagura, Chargers, Browns, Broncos. We had the same teams in. You both had Chargers, Browns, Broncos as yep. I'm reading through this. Tough road to hoe for Chargers us. Chargers are going to make it in. Yeah, tough road to hoe for us, and the Broncos are cooked. Cooked. AFC Championship, uh, Zagura, Chargers over Bills. Okay. Bo, Chiefs over Bengals. Gibbs, Bills over Chiefs. Okay. I think all that's in play. I like that. We have three. Somebody's going to get that right, I feel, I feel pretty good about. NFC yeah. Championship. Uh, Zagura, 49ers <laughs> over the Eagles. Boy, Ooh, I like that. That's a good call out of you. That'd be some nice little credits. That's in really the, believable. At the uh, local uh, establishment. Sure. Bo, Packers over Bucks. Is that is Green Bay the most stupefying of all of this? Yes. As we're the, doing this? They are the most disappointing team. I, you're right. Are they the most disappointing? That's where I was going. Are they the most disappointing That's the, te- that's the most Them, disappointing. the Broncos, and the Raiders are stupefyingly yeah. disappointing. Yeah. They're coming off of – Rodgers coming off of back-to-back MVPs, right? Didn't he win the last two? Yep. They were the one seed in the NFC. They lost Adams, but it's – like he was that big of a deal. And if he was that big a deal, wouldn't they have known it? Shouldn't they have known – what he was, what he was, shouldn't Rodgers have known? Crazy, absolutely crazy. Our Super Bowl prediction, our Super Bowl champs, still in in position. Zagura with the Chargers, Bo with the Chiefs, yours truly with the Bills. Who is the betting favorite right now? Is it Kansas City? I don't know. Or is it still Buffalo? It was Buffalo for a while. Bills, Chiefs, Eagles. Is in that order. order. Yep. Yeah, they got to be nervous about uh, the Bills, then the Eagles, then the Chiefs at this site that I'm currently on. Yeah, those three in some order. Looks like the Bills are still the favorite, though. But that if Allen is injured, then that's, uh, as the kids would say, a bit of a game changer. Yeah, a little bit. That. The yeah. top, it's Bills. Yeah, Bills, Chiefs. Or the Eagles. Who's the next? Oh, it's it's it's. Actually, Eagles, this is at odds maker. Eagles plus 340, Bills plus 350, Chiefs plus 575. And I was just about to give you the answer that you were looking for. And that is the San Francisco 49ers plus 900. So the reason that that is, is by getting the, they're saying the Eagles are, in their view right now, clearly the best NFC team. And either the Bills or Chiefs can't win it. That's the way you get to where that is. Um, So, yeah. I mean, I like that. I like. I think you. I think I, I like your uh, your NFC one a lot, with the with the Forty ers and Eagles. That's that feels very That's a nice very little thing very, at the very, beginning of the season. Plausible. that could add some yeah. nice and difference. exactly the way we all would have predicted it with Christian McCaffrey being the primary totally. ball carry and yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. Yeah, yep. I mean, you remember when we did this? Garoppolo was practicing on another field. Yes, he wasn't even practicing with them. It was like 
they were banned. The, he's there in meetings. He's out on a field. Yeah. We They're on the like, field. Okay, he's, he's playing video them, games. But the trade deadline, he right. won't be. He won't He'll be. be. Are they even going to let him suit up? Yeah. So it's exactly how we all thought it would go. Totally. If a car, truck, or motorcycle accident caused your injury, call the injury lawyers at 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Chase Winovich for the podium coming up next. Always entertaining. You have that to look forward to. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Well, there's nothing quite like tailgating touchdowns and twisted tea. It tastes just like real iced tea because it is. It's made with real brewed tea. Cool, refreshing, 5% kick of alcohol. It's thirst down and goal. Twisted tea, hard iced tea. Keep it twisted. And now from the podium, newly activated Chase Winovich. Let's have a listen. How did it feel to get back out there? Felt great being back out there. I feel like this is deja vu, unfortunately. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm happy to be back. Uh, it's really great to have such supportive teammates. They announced I was coming back in the meeting today, and uh, just like the you know people cheering and stuff, was, it made me feel feel pretty good about it. I've been working really hard. The uh, the training staff and the coaches have provided a lot of expertise, time, attention, uh, a lot of love. You know, just trying to get me back out there ready to, to battle and uh, the time has come so you know just taking things one day at a time it's pretty great you obviously went through the hamstring injury last year I mean how much did you learn from that process and like working your way back this time around yeah I think if you zoom in on anybody's story I think there's always going to be times where uh, you're going to be faced with adversity and going back to last season, when I already talked about the, uh, this in the last interview, but having surgery, coming back from that, uh, working my way on the field, and uh, back in the rotation, pulling my hamstring, and then uh, do, you know this year, uh, pulling my hamstring and pulling my hamstring again. Uh, just you zoom in, it's like it's part of the adversity. Uh, you're going to have injuries, 100% injury rate in the NFL. This is the unfortunate truth, and uh, I just learned that. You know, there's always uh, there's always better ways to do things. There's always lessons to be learned. Sometimes when you're winning and everything's going great, you might overlook those. And the second thing I learned is that when you have an injury, so oftentimes it's not even the uh, the site of the injury itself. It's uh, other things that you may have gotten away with in the past that you just have to evolve your game and, and you have to figure out ways to uh, to strengthen those and and uh, learn from those things. Yeah, great question. I think these things are really important. I think the timing of everything, uh, beating the Bengals, obviously, uh, was was very important from a uh, you know uh, from the standpoint of like, listen, we we can play with anybody, we can win. Uh, everything is still in front of us and ultimately going into a bye week being able to kind of reset with that mindset listen like you know we got a good team here a lot of a lot of really good players good coaches a lot of pieces um, 
let's come back, let's, let's take some time off, spend it with our families and loved ones, come back refreshed and recharged and uh, make this push. And you know, the energy was really high today at practice and we're just gonna keep it going. How about you, you got any questions? <laughs> was it hard to stay so positive when you, when you were hurt? I mean, you came here looking for a fresh start and everything. Yeah, like I said, when you zoom in on anybody's story, uh, there's there's gonna be times like I, I, I just it's just the the reality of the situation. It was it was really hard when I when I got hurt like the first or second play of the Jets game or whatever, and I had to play the whole game. I had my whole family there. There was like 12 of them, and I, I played. You know, I, I just said like there's no way I'm going out like that. Um, you know, and, and after the game, like knowing that I I pulled it even before the MRI and stuff was that was that was really challenging for me. It was like. I really had to. Uh, it, was, uh, it was one of those moments when I had a former Patriots teammate. He said, uh, "Moments like these are going to take a lot of resolve." And uh, I'm here, and I, I felt great at practice. So, yeah, just keep it pushing, baby. That's it. I got a question for you guys. If you guys consider this a hot debate, you know, I see online because the other day was National Ohio Day, and as a guy from Pittsburgh went to Michigan, I'm, I'm learning more about the state. Um, would, is Cincinnati? Would you guys consider it? Ohio or Kentucky? Because the airport. Is, where's the airport? That's all I'm saying. You know? the, air, the airport here is in Maria. I'm more than happy to give Kentucky Cincinnati a favorable event. I'm just asking the questions. You, know, that's, you guys come to your, uh, your own conclusions. The question is do you like Skyline Shield? I haven't tried Skyline Shield yet. Yeah, don't worry about it. Everybody talks about oh, it, though. Hayden, I'm sorry. Hayden is followed by Skyline Chili. He loves Skyline Chili. Okay, all right. Skyline. Do you eat chili on your spaghetti? I never heard of that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's Skyline Chili. Yeah. They put it on their spaghetti. Interesting. Um, you might imagine this. Did you play much against Tua when you were with uh, the Patriots? And what do you think? Uh, I don't know. Maybe three or four times. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, different when you play a left-handed quarterback. That's the most... Uh, most apparent thing, they've, they've got a lot of really good weapons. They're, um, they've got a talented offensive line. They present a lot of problems, but you know, it's, there's a lot of good teams in the NFL. The uh, skill skill gap, or you know, every team is good, so just got to figure out what they do well, take care of that, and figure out what they, they don't do. I can't speak, but don't do things well and take advantage of that as well. So that's football every week. Rumpke Waste and Recycling, family-owned and operated. Whether you join as a customer as an employee, you'll become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. A little better or worse coming your way next. Baby. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballet Bell at 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Well, there's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milk Bones, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Time for a little better or worse or higher or lower. Presented by Keep It Fun Ohio from the Ohio Lottery. Remind you to set time and spending limits when gambling. AP is here. So is Gibbe. Hello, Gibbe. Hi, gentlemen. Oh, baby. Poizel, how'd you shoot this weekend? Uh, I got progressively better as it went on. Oh. So That's what I, happens when you don't play for three months. Yeah, I know. I was definitely rusty on Thursday. Uh, had a lot of chunks. A lot mm. of... Uh, I was in the sand quite a bit. Mm, um, Hasselhoff time. Yeah, it's in the pit. 
by Sunday, I had uh, evened out a little bit, and I shot 87. And, oh, so, okay. Uh, had strung together like four parts in a row at one point. It was it felt great. So Okay. There how about go. you? You off uh, too, right? Thursday was a debacle. Uh, I should have just drank. Uh, <laughs> Friday was a lot better. Friday Friday was in the low 90s. So There you go. There you go. Having played once in like four months, I'll take it. The improvement is always great. It, it, it could only go up. It could not. <laughs> do we have the potential for, well, I don't, but do you guys have the potential for more? Like, is this weekend got a chance? Oh, no. No. Or is I, it brutal? Oh, no. I, I got Thursday to, is supposed to be oh, 70. Thursday's 70. But then the bottom falls out. Yeah, but then look at oh, it, dude. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yep. Welcome. Eesh. Eesh. Knock, knock, knock. Winter is here. Mm-mm-mm. Winter is coming. When I got to I'm the I'm still 18th. not over daylight savings time switch. Me neither. Like, it stinks. Exhausted. It's, I don't understand it. It's terrible. Leaving the office when it's dark is a terrible feeling, I must say. It's awful. I it's so it dumb. Days By the way, that bill's <laughs> held up. I was doing a lot of research on this. It's held up in Congress right now. It's not a lock that this is the last year. Hmm. Uh, I thought in Ohio it was. I thought it's, I think it's is an it Ohio. Ohio? Thing. Fine. Yeah. Then I, fine. I, I hope I'm hopeful. There's a bill in Congress about it that is held up in Congress. How, how do that. you hold that up? Who 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 wouldn't vote for that? Just put it through. Let's go. This has to be like, especially that like wants. after it actually happened again, and you get to five thirty, five o'clock, and it's just dark. I don't, it throws everything it off. Come on. It ruins yeah. everything. Nobody wants it. By the way, these two notes from Adam Schefter at the NFL season's midway point. The average final score margin of 9.43 points this season is the lowest through week nine since 1970. There have been 72 games decided by seven points or less. The most such games through week nine in NFL history. Hmm. Fun. Fun football. All right. I like close games. I'm sorry. Early. I'm locked into this daylight saving what time thing. Yeah, I, I just want to know. You have totally right, 18 states. Checked out. No, no, no. <laughs> I, you know I don't do. 18 states have That's enacted right. legislation or resolutions to stay on daylight savings time permanently pending approval by Congress yeah, or other neighboring states enacting similar legislation. Uh, we are among those states. It's But it's held up in Congress right now. Um. Why does Congress need to approve it? Why do they need it? What do you need them for? Do they, do they approve of Arizona and Hawaii? Yeah, right. That's what I was going to say. Kentucky and Mississippi approve legislation, both calling for Congress and the president to make the aliens permanent. Boy, this is wild. Yeah, I'm for it. I'm in. What a clown show. What if we all just say no? So there's, so there's, the there's two different things. The dark for two hours. The Senate. Not ideal. So there's a, a federal law that Rubio started that is passed the Senate that is waiting. It's just sat, and then there's this this all these states have done it as what as well. So pass it. What what are we doing? That's right. <sighs> what are we doing here? All right, higher or lower? Compliments of the ESPN NFL Nation crew. In addition. Uh, each NFL Nation reporter was asked to name their non-QB MVP at the halfway point. Nick Chubb! The Browns come in at number 20. Nick Chubb! Nick Chubb is Jake Trotter's non-QB MVP. The Browns at number 20. Poizel, higher, lower, or just right at the halfway point in the season? Uh, They're on a bye, so this is just right. However, I think 
there are plenty of teams ahead of them on this list that I think they can beat. I think they can beat the Bucks, Rams, Commanders. Um, the reason why I think it's still just right, though, is because they just need to show that they can win back-to-back -back games, which they haven't done yet this year. So you can't move up significantly when, when you're on a bye, but a win this week would obviously be massive. Bishop. Yeah, I mean, I think you're... You're still what, trying to wrap your head around the whole thing. I just like think it's stupid right. that there's two different things and Congress is holding them both up. <laughs> I don't know why the states would have to need congressional approval. Why, if Ohio wants it, make it so. Arizona did it. Hawaii did it. Done. I dream a genie. Done. We're better than Washington. We'll find out if we're better than the Falcons. Or, I'm sorry, the uh, the Bucks. I think we're better than the Rams. We're better we than a lot of these teams, but yeah. we've lost to a lot of them. Like I think we're better than the Patriots. Right. I think we're they better than they us. smoked us. I think we're better than the Falcons. We lost to them. I'm, I'll tell you this: it's honestly irrelevant. The teams below us are really bad. We, how we look this week is really fascinating to me. Coming off the bye, the next two, mm -hmm. yeah, it's here and then at Buffalo, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. These are. It's been hit or miss for us coming off the bye. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know what to what to. <laughs> there, I will say this: been some, the last two times out, we've played how I thought kind of the ceiling of how we could play is Baltimore and Cincinnati. So just more Maybe of that, that, and I think you got a shot. More of that, yeah. All right, here we go, Madison. Hit it. Higher or lower? The Eagles are number one. Kansas City is number two. By the way, the Eagles non QB MVP AJ Brown. Kansas City's non-QB MVP, obviously, Travis Kelsey. It takes us to number three on the Buffalo Bills at six and two. Their non-QB MVP, Von Miller. Bishop, higher, lower, or just right for the Buffalo Bills? It's just right with the one caveat of Allen and his health, and that's an enormous Where's he at? Right. That's an enormous yep. caveat, but that's that's they're fine. Those first three, I, I like the two AFC teams better than the Eagles, but I'm not going to quibble with an undefeated team. you got to win all your games they have. Um, but it's fine. I'm fine with Buffalo at three. Next. Higher or lower? Number four, the Vikings. Their non-QB MVP, Justin Jefferson. The Cowboys at number five, Micah Parsons is theirs. Takes us to number six, Nathan Zagura, the Miami Dolphins. Their non-QB MVP, Tyreek Hill. Higher, lower, or just right? I mean, it feels pretty good to me. They beat the Ravens. They have not lost a game that Tua has started and finished. The only time they lost a game he started, he was knocked out early against Cincinnati on Thursday night football. I think they're really good. I think this is a good test for us. It feels appropriate. I mean, I think you could make the case that they're right there with Minnesota and Dallas. Didn't they beat the Bills earlier in the year? Uh, Are they one of the Bills' two losses? Is it Miami? Because the Bills beat the Chiefs. I think they lost to Miami. I could be making that up, yeah, and they lost to the Jets. It's a good question. But I feel like they're they're right there. You can make the case, I think, anywhere. They did beat Buffalo. They beat Buffalo. 21-19. With Week three. Tua. I mean, you can make the case they're number three. So I'd say probably a little bit better, but it I, to me, teams four, five, six, seven all feel like they're in the same kind of stratosphere. I don't know that I'm ready to say that the Jets are there yet, although they did just beat the Bills themselves. Poisel, the Dolphins, higher, lower, just right. I would actually slide the Jets ahead of the Dolphins, and it's because they beat the Dolphins 40-17. to 17. Now, I know... But Tua didn't play. I know Tua wasn't the quarterback, but they still hung a 40 on Miami. How, so, but that's, that's, come on. That's great. Come on. Come on, AP. 
They just, You're saying right now he, your life is on the line on a neutral field. Tua and Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell and all of those guys are playing against Jets. You're putting your life yes. on the line for the Jets. Sauce Gardner has played oh, amazing. Boy. He's oh, a corner. Boy. Oh, boy. But Dude, it's been great knowing you. <laughs> I've really enjoyed our time together. When do when do they play? When do, when do they play the Jets? Is yeah, going in the right. Okay, direction. we'll have to wait until week eighteen for this. But I, I look forward to that. Well, a lot's going on. I'm saying today, right now, today. That's two months from now. I know. The like what was I, in I, Vegas? What look, would the line? The be? Jets just beat the Bills. I don't think it's a stretch to say that they can also beat the Dolphins. Come on. I hear you. I hear you. Next. Higher or lower? I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're bad. I like this. He's all on the. I mean, you're putting your life in the hands I, of Zach Wilson. Yes, and I know that's a stretch, but they keep finding ways to win games. They just beat the. They just beat Buffalo. The Dolphins don't seem to stop anybody defensively either. That's a little. That's a fly in their way. But the Jets' oh, offense oh. does not scare me that fly. much. Uh, the Ravens number seven with Mark Andrews. The Jets number eight with Queen and Williams. I like it though. Takes us to number nine. And the Seattle Seahawks, not even going to attempt to pronounce their outside linebacker's name, but he's their non-QB MVP. AP, Nuoso. higher, lower, or just right for the Seahawks? Uh, I think this is just right for them. I think they're approaching the great team, like quote-unquote great team territory. I think they're a very good team right now. Um, I- I'm fine with them at nine. I still think Geno is the real deal. And um, I was looking at their schedule. I don't know if they have any opponents coming up that are going to be sort of this like statement win kind of thing where you, they could be cast into that category, but they're close. Bishop, higher, lower, or just right for the Seattle Seahawks? So apparently this is Nixon's deal. Nixon's the one who made the daylight savings time thing <laughs> a federal deal. I don't know how Arizona and Hawaii got around it. What do I? What am I doing? Seattle? Yeah. They're not better. I know their record is better. But I like the 49ers better than them. Like you can't just play record. You can't just play head-to-head game. You got to think about circumstances. The Niners are four and four, but they have McCaffrey now. They have Garoppolo now. They're getting healthier. I like the Niners better than them, and I really like Seattle. Like I think that they're in this vicinity. This is where they ought to be. It's where they deserve to be. But I think the 49ers are them just slightly lower. Next, higher or lower? I mean, yeah. Niners, Bengals. Zagura, would you agree the non-QB MVP for the 49ers is Nick Bosa? So Hawaii and Arizona only observe standard time. Right. They don't do daylight savings time. Right, so half the year they're with you, the West Coast, and half the year they're with But they're always where we are now. Yeah, which is a great place to be. No, no, no. They don't go to longer days. Oh, they're always in fallback. They're always in fallback. We're in standard time now. They're in the West, though. It's different. And Hawaii, like, it's totally different. It's entirely. But I've yeah, never been in Arizona. So like, and been like it's getting dark too early. When's the latest the sun sets in Arizona? Like the like the latest possible time on summer solstice. Oh my! I mean, well, I mean, Montana. It, it's a, it's approach. A lot of time it would be like nine forty, sunset. Yeah. So yeah, that's what and I, I want. would think it would be even more in Arizona. More sun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care if it's dark in the morning. I know the sun's coming. Yeah, it's coming. I'm looking up the sunset. So right. that's it. So if we wanted to stay in this, we could stay in this without congressional approval. I don't want to stay in this. Of course not. We want to stay no, in the daylight, right. and that's why we need congressional approval, which is awful. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Because that'll get done anytime soon. Clearly it hasn't been already. Uh, the it 49ers is. at number 10, Nick You're Bosa. Would you agree with that, Zagura? Did we ever get to that? Yeah, I do. I would agree with that. I think as He's the great. season goes on, 
You'll come back and it'll probably be Christian McCaffrey. But for now, yes, Nick Bosa. The Giants are number 11 with Saquon Barkley. The Titans, 12 with Derrick Henry. 13, the Bengals with Trey Hendrickson. 14, the Patriots with Matthew Judon. Takes us to number 15, Mr. Bishop. The Los Angeles Chargers at 5-3. and three. Their non-QB MVP is Austin Eckler. Higher, lower, or just right for the Chargers? Their parts are better than their sum, and right yet now. they're still 5-3. and three. So they, they're winning kind of despite themselves and coaching and injuries and all of that. I like them better, honestly, than the Patriots. I like them better than the Titans. Um, I mean, quite frankly, you could – they are, their record is that what their record is. You could start moving them all the way up into. I like them more than the Jets. Like I'd put them way up there, based on on what they can be and, and them getting healthy. Um, they do still win. They're five and three. So as bad as it's been, they still are two games over five hundred. Zagora. Again, I think they're better than this. And yes, they've been as bad as can be. They've had injuries galore. I mean, they've been without. How long have they been without Bosa? They've been without Allen has played how Keenan, many games? He played half, half of the of first football? game. Yeah, right. Nothing. They've been without yeah. Mike Williams now for weeks. Mm-hmm. They've been without Rashawn Slater basically since the Jags game. Yeah, it's crazy. Nut. And they lost JC. Their big free agent signed JC Jackson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're still five and three. They're still frisky. They are better. Final one. Higher or lower? All right, I'm gonna scroll all the way down to number twenty-seven. And the team making all the headlines in the National Football League this week, the Indianapolis Colts, 3-5-1. and one. Higher, lower, or just right, Zagura, start us off. Worse, and they're going to try to be worse. I just don't know that they're going to get where they want to get. That's the hard part for them. Carolina is not has no interest in winning, I don't think, anymore, and neither do the Texans. It's going to be very difficult to get where they want to get, but I mean, they're dreadful. I, I think they're just like, this guy's never coached for, this guy's never called plays before, this guy's never played quarterback at an acceptable yeah. level. We're going to roll all them out. I mean, they're trying to be 32. I just don't think they're going to be able to get there. They are three wins and a tie. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. AP. Yeah, I mean, are we allowed to move them down before they've even played a game with yeah. Jeff Saturday? Because yeah, if so, absolutely. This is, I, this is 31 or 32 with everything Nathan just rattled off. I, I don't. I'm in the majority. Obviously, I don't see that going well at all. <laughs> it's just amazing. That press to me conference that, last night was wild. By it's the way. amazing to me that they were like, "Yeah, we need to see more of Sam Ellinger." Have to. Got to see him. July 21st is the latest. The sun sets in Arizona at 9:15 p.m. Hmm. So they're always suppressing. Otherwise, it'd be 10. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, if they did daylight savings time, it'd be 10:15. Yeah. Yep. They're trying to make their summer. Just try. It. They don't listen. They don't. They don't, they don't need, need anymore. Help. They got so much. Things are great. Yeah, fans mark your good job at UAP. Look. Fans mark your calendar. Face off on the lake presented by Meyer, the first major outdoor hockey game at First Energy Stadium. It's February eighteenth. Ohio State and Michigan. First Energy for a limited time. Purchase four tickets for fifty bucks in the mezzanine level. For more information, visit firstenergystadium.com/slash/faceoff or call four four zero eight nine one fifty fifty. So much more to come. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Browns fans catch the Kevin Stefanski Show with Z and Gerard Thursday night, 7 to 8 at teams on Eastland Road in Middlebrook Heights. Meet Browns head in Harrison Bryant. Check out Thursday night football as the guys get you ready for Sunday's game against the Dolphins. That is Thursday night, my friend.
All right, little football guy of the week update. This guy tweeted a screenshot out of a text to his buddy. All right. During, and I guess he said it during the, he sent this text to his friend during the Kansas City game. They're both Chiefs fans. Okay. Me and Alice are now engaged. Response. Ref's been calling all kinds of BS just keeping Casey in the game. Oh, so they're not Chiefs fans. They're, who are the Chiefs playing? <laughs> Titans. Uh, they're Titans, Titans fans. Titans. Sunday night. Yeah. He writes back, TF, does that have to do with me getting engaged? And he goes, uh, laugh my butt off. I thought you meant like locked in on the game. Sorry, bro. Congratulations. That's awesome. <laughs> it's honestly a little more believable that it's a Titan fan because I don't think a Chief fan would ever would ever get engaged during a Chiefs game. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas I could see a Titans, they feel like they're not quite as dialed in. Not as dialed in. Yeah. yeah. And he thought yeah. they were really engaged there. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. That is that is quite good. Look at young Scarlett. His Clemson team lost at Notre Dame. Yeah, he, he, said, he said he was there. Yeah, I know. He said he was going. I, that was not good. I do have an update for you on the Monday Night Football ratings. Your your attempt at back-to-back 5-0 and weeks Thwarted. usurped. Uh, the number was 11.8. Our over-under was 12.9. You went over. That was the only one you missed. I'm you on and fire. the Hoff both went 4-1 and one in the over-unders. What? So I didn't catch him? That would have been the deciding one. I would have been tight. That would have been it. That was the one. Where'd you, Gibbe do? You guys had that. Less than that. Feels like we're really separating from Gibbe. It's sorry. <laughs> this week added to it, certainly, yeah. yeah. The next level is coming up next. We're back tomorrow. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN, 850 WKNR.